electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC, Squawk on the Street. Good Wednesday morning, everybody. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm David Faber with Jim Cramer. We are live from the New York Stock Exchange. Carl has the morning off. Let's give you a look at futures. Jim and I like to call this hump day. And you can see we are looking for a lower open. Mike, Mike, Mike. Our roadmap does start with another big morning for retail. Target and Lowe's, both out with results though the stocks are moving in opposite directions. And that meme mania, oh man, it continues. Bed Bath & Beyond shares, they are surging yet again. Meme traders talking up Ryan Cohen's, well, his call option position. Not really a purchase, at least not a new one. We're gonna talk a bit more about that. And Elon Musk's Man U manipulation. Tweeting he's buying Manchester United, later tweeting it was a long running joke. Uh-huh. Okay. Got the details on that. Let's start with retail. Target is lower in the pre-market. This after disappointing the street with its quarterly earnings. The company cut prices significantly during the period to reduce excess inventory. Separately, lows, though, rising. This after it beat on both the bottom line and also issued full-year guidance that was at the higher end of the projected range. I like to use the pants. It's helpful. Higher end. Um, yesterday had Walmart. I saw you and Sarah talking about it. Yep. Uh, of course, apparel quite well. I saw Sarah very focused on those shirts, flannel, of flannel shirts. Flannels. Um, give me your quick take here on Target. We knew they had a huge inventory position. Brian Cornell obviously said, just get rid of it. I don't really care what the price yeah, is. I mean, Clean decks. Right. And what I think when you tour the store, here's what you see. A lot of areas where they have good back to school, a lot of home stuff that was taken up by grills and by TVs. And that stuff was all dumped, which is why the uh, bottom line was so bad. Uh, but the top line was preserved. Now, the fact that the stock was up big yesterday means that today has to give back some. That's good. But so I it was up from, in sympathy with Walmart right. yesterday. I think, right. And the stock could go lower because I don't, I don't short term don't like the market here. Uh, but I do think that take a note of that. I do, I do think that Target did what it had to do. Yeah. And don't forget, Walmart still has excess inventory. So right. everyone's raving about Walmart today. Um, and I noticed that uh, uh, Mr. Rainey, the CFO, on, on was you know, he's pretty bullish, but he's new. And there was a nice trap of the shorts and the analysts here. Yeah, by people. what Cornell had to it say. It was brilliant, actually. About those second, uh, uh, second quarter results. About inventory, confident that he made the right long-term decision. And yeah, it's a long-term decision. I mean, it's not a short-term decision. He no. did what's necessary. Look, the stores needed to have absolutely as much current inventory in order for the, the associates to be able to sell. They weren't selling a lot of the stuff right. because it was just wrong. Right. They got I mean, it too late because of travel. Cor- Cornell says that. Consider the alternative. We could have held on to excess inventory and attempted to deal with it slowly over multiple quarters or even years. While that might have reduced the near-term financial impact, it would have held back our business over right. time. Now, they did. If they'd been able to get the stuff from uh, East Asia faster, 
then they would have made the right market stuff. But instead, they had they had to dispose it quickly. By the way, they dispose it like just get you know, get rid of it. They didn't dribble it out over time. Where does and, it go, but, by the way, Jim? Just out of curiosity, well, because I may be in the market for some of this stuff. I want to get a good well, price. Why don't you join the army? You'll find it there. So Ollie's army. Absolutely. Ollie's right. Army has some bargains right now on some Clorox things. They'll take your breath away. Not really and in the cool. market for Clorox products. Well, maybe a new grill. Oh, they're everywhere. Bicycles, outdoor you, patio furniture. Or you want outdoor Weber? Furniture. You want Traeger? Yeah. Sim, you know, Symbol Cook? Yeah. Sold to you. You really? go to Ollie's. They have every single grill in the world. They even have like manhole cover grills. You cannot believe what they have. It is so time. It is so right. right to. I have an Ollie's. It's so great. Maybe we'll go together. I, mean, I go to Ollie's and I got tarps. I got tarps. seven tarps for the price of one not, tarp. Not the troubled asset relief program. The old tarp. No, that, that's what it was. No, I got tarps. I mean, see, when you go to Ollie's, you yes. never know what you're going to get. Okay? Right. But they actually have right. a lot of other stuff that you can just spec. But okay. you go to Ollie's, you know who's So that's hurting. where a lot of this stuff you know ends hurting. up. You want, like, Yankee Candles? <laughs> a lot of those. The Army could march on Yankee Candles right. at night. Not unlike Grant, who... um. Uh, Representative Cheney cited yesterday. Yes. Uh, um, and we get pl- that's as political as I'll get. Okay. Um, well, that's fine with me. But um, now let's go Let's go to Lowe's. Okay? Let's do that. Thank you. Now Lowe's, interesting, Lowe's up very big off of Home Depot. Lowe's is do-it-yourself. And the do-it-yourself person, they don't have as many professionals as they should. Marvin Ellison would tell you that. The professionals still go to Home Depot. The margins on do-it-yourself are not as good. This stock was at two at two twenty two, at six oh three, as more excuse me as people who were too aggressive, paid up for the stock when they shouldn't. Now it would not shock me if this stock is actually not down. Why? Because I think when people peel it over, they'll say, "Oh, I like Home Depot more. I like Home Depot more." And this was already up. So I just I think you only go so far. This is a market that's going to be plagued by the two year today. Yeah. And by what you and I are going to spend a lot of time talking about. Uh, the meme stocks know what. Yeah. Okay. Um, by the way, we should get, we will get to the two-year as well, hitting, uh, I think, since June. Hasn't been as high as it is right now in terms of yeah. the yield on that. But let's stay with Lowe's for one more sure. moment here. Absolutely. Uh, we do have a quote from Ellison, uh, who I know you are, I are a fan of. Uh, our results in the first half were disproportionately impacted by our 75% do-it-yourself miss, uh, mix which was uh, partially offset by our double-digit pro growth for the ninth consecutive quarter. He does go on to say, despite continued macro uncertainty, confident in the long-term strength of the uh, market, that is the home improvement market, and their ability to take share. Also, uh, incremental bonus of $55 million. Yeah, now this is very interesting. I think that if you're the Fed and you're listening or reading these, and I have to presume they have someone reading these, you're still realizing that it's hard to get and keep me. And that's very negative for the Fed. They're hoping to break that cycle because that's an endemic wage cycle. And both these companies make you feel like that the Fed has a lot more work to do. It's true, although I thought we were trying to make sure wages went higher consistently over time. No, I mean, you, we sat here for years talking about a lack of wage growth. But, right, but it, it went over to the other side. It did. And now, I, I mean, I think both you and I know that the wages didn't keep pace with inflation so we shouldn't we should worry about core inflation that is right. inflation's doing better commodity inflation doing better but wages we can't find these people who retired during covid and they let a lot, a lot of people uh, laid off a lot of people and they haven't come back to work so if you're a uh, target you have to pay a lot more than you used to and give uh give college degrees uh lowe's has to give well not they're not a university they actually would give 
Well, financial yeah. aid. No, they're not a university. They're not like Trump they're not, University. They're not giving which college one, degrees. I spoke at Trump University. Did you really? Yeah, I, I think I, I, I was. I think I, I gave a lot of people sumas. Did you? Yeah, it seemed yeah. like a suma time. You know? Why not? I got a you're suma. suma. My you're a suma. You're a suma. Right. Yeah. You're a suma. No, that's yeah. that's Oprah. Oh, that's Oprah. Um, right. But I think Lowe's trades down. I think Target trades down. And I think that what we're seeing here is wage inflation is just not letting up. Yeah. And that that's not what Jay Powell wants. Jay, now, see, a lot of people yesterday, David, you were away. I was. Yesterday was the ultimate bandwagon day. We had people all day coming on our network saying, you know what? This is an interesting time. Uh, and these people were, were shameless charlatans. Shameless not, charlatans. Well, yeah, if not Mountbanks. Mountbanks. And it's time to realize that a lot of people got capitulated yesterday and, and came back in. And so that was a clarion call that the June 14 to 16 rally yeah. is over. Well, let's let's talk markets. Let me uh, introduce that as well, though, because we did get that earnings miss from Target. We also have government data showing flat retail sales for July, and that may be weighing on futures this morning as the Dow is in the midst of what's a five-day winning streak, and the S&P posts three consecutive days of gains. Streets waiting for minutes from the Fed's July policy meeting that will be released at 2 p.m. Eastern. All right, you did sort of give an outline for why you yeah. had said earlier, short term, you're not very positive no, on the I market. No, I just can't be. I want, I, yeah, there's just too many people who came in in the last couple of days and said, you know what? This could be the beginning of something big. And I want to say to them, listen, bozos, this something big began June 14, 16. Now that you're in, now that you're on the PAL bandwagon, it takes a pause. That's very typical. And that's, uh, And by the way, just so I can tell you, it's part and parcel with the lunacy manipulation of, of Bed Bath and the, and the paralyzing of the management there, Sue Gove. Well, we're going to talk about well, there that. Must, in the next, they're in some uh, bunker, maybe in the Union store, which is their first store on Morris Avenue. They're in the bunker, the Union Avenue bunker. Um, so, I, I don't know, this short term market call you're making. I am making a short term call. What's the matter with that? No, I'm just saying. Uh, what, we have a show. You got, a, you got any levels? We for have me? a show. You got some levels? Well, you know what I do. Do uh, you why, really? Why didn't you ask? No kidding. Okay, so what I'm using here, I'm using GameStop phenomena, uh, one of the greatest blow offs in history, the Jan 28 29. Now, two weeks later, you got a decline of 12%. I want to thank Ben Stoto, Rhymes with Photo, who did this for me. Uh, early March, there was another one. March, uh, March of 15, it blew off. At March 16th was the beginning of the decline of 6%. Then there was a June 21. So you're, you're correlating the meme stock blow-offs with the um, market's overall Yeah, well, because meme stocks is it's synonymous with ridiculous froth and manipulation. I see. Um, uh, which was recognized by Congress momentarily. And uh, Vlad Tenev turned out to be the bad guy because when believe, you had a stock, the bubbles went up or something. I believe we're back to this. It's amazing. What? Like, it's, I, many people thought work. it had been This is over. good empirical No, work. I'm not saying that's not. I'm talking about the meme stock phenomenon itself. Well, the manipulation. With Bed Bath up another 33-plus percent today. Again, we're going to talk more about well, that well, in the you see, buy the You buy the, uh, the out calls. Now, some people say this was well planned a long time. And then you can't hedge. The people who sold those calls, you can't hedge. So then they're part of the panic, right? Who has uh, to. including the 48% people who are moronically short. Because if you would recognize that everybody else was short, then you were part of a gang tackle. And these guys were caught off sides. Uh, and frankly, it was flagrant. And they're even cursing, so it's 15 yards. Uh, and the football uh, analogies are going field, to continue even more so now that we are getting closer to the beginning. Well, you know, the look, they have, to, they have to break. Bed bath. They have to break the longs because that's their pattern. Unfortunately, every time they do that, we have the average post mean pullback on yes. the NASDAQ. This is all NASDAQ is 12.2. So after they've broken uh, bed bath, 
unless Bed Bath does an equity offering or at the money sale, which I don't think they think they can do. Why? Because they have really lousy legal advice, and I'm giving them better legal advice because the, the SEC yep. does not care. Um, you get a 12, 12% decline. So let's be aware of that. Be aware that the, dec- the increase uh, uh, started in this market when uh, the two-year stopped going higher. And look at the two-year. It's very bad. It is. All right. That so sets us up nicely. Watch the happen right in front that of our eyes. That sets us okay, up. Gary Gensler, the agency, well, the chief. How you doing? He's still at home. Gensler's the fireplace. still sitting in front of the fireplace. It's so hot. Go out. back to the darn office, SEC. Hey, All right. these D's, the guy who's like the Coming chief up. honcho for the government, I think he was, I think he was in the basement. <laughs> With the freezer. Oh, D's, yeah, I know. Well, with the freezer. It is August. Everybody's allowed to work from their freezer in August. Coming up, a new twist when it comes to meme stock madness. Really? A new twist courtesy of Bed Bath & Beyond. Oh, come on, guys. Take it to 30, you losers. Don't you see manipulation has no... uh, You know what? It's a vast conspiracy. Uh, Give you one more look at futures. We get started here with trading. Let's call in about 17 or so minutes. A lot more squawk in the street straight ahead. Thanks, Jeff. Every day. Thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Shei, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Well, we've mentioned it a number of times. The meme stock madness is back in full force, at least when it comes to Bed Bath & Beyond shares. You can see they look to be up yet again, uh, as much perhaps as 30%. Retail investors seem to be snapping up the stock in reaction to what they say is a bet that was made by GameStop chairman. Remember him, Ryan Cohen? The stock up as much as 70% yesterday. This after a filing showed Cohen's venture capital firm, RC Ventures, up. bought call options that expire in January 2023 on yeah. more than 1.6 million Bed Bath & Tra- Beyond Tra- shares. Tra- Strike Tra- prices between 60 and 80. Bed Bath was up 29%. Here's a key point, Jim. Uh, this, he had the same options position on in February. If you look at the February 24th filing, uh, I think it was that, or as of February 24th, I think it was out March 7th. It had it. It had the same thing. Yeah, it had the he same owned, There was nothing new. No, He wasn't. didn't buy any new Options. No, there was some the only difference was that his overall reporting position was raised from 9.8% to 11.8% in oh, terms yeah. of his percentage of ownership of the outstanding shares of Bed Bath. 
perhaps because they were including some of the out-of-the-money options as part yeah. of his overall economics. I'm not quite sure. I don't have that clear. No, we don't have the details. But go back to the filing from that from February, and you'll see 9.450, you know, 9,450,100 shares, and then the information is right there on these same options, same ones. Um, he's got uh, right the 1.1257, uh, 1.125 million at 60, and then another 44,400 at 75, and then uh, and then another 500,000 at 80, all of which expire January 20th, 2023. So listen, not that it matters, no, it because really the matters. stock is going to do what it's going to do, and this is a meme stock, and none of it seems to ever matter. But no. this was not new purchases. That's all. That's the only point. Right. But what was so brilliant about these purchases? They were done at a time when the stock was spiking, not big, it's spiking. You know, you're talking about 20 back then. But it, right, uh, these were done back in poorly capitalized back in a long time ago. The people who sell these calls months, tend months. to be poorly, uh, really very uh, poorly capitalized entities. Yep. And they can't hedge because there's obviously you know, you're going to pay a huge amount of money for a strike above now, which is what kind of what they really should be doing. But they are the ones who will be broken or and they have no cause, by the way. There's no legal right to be able to say, hey, listen, there was a squeeze. They had no. They didn't have to. They didn't have to sell those calls, David. I think what's important. You bet. You by the way, these were purchased on the 20th of right. February and the 1st of March. But this, um, the strike all is these, all like these the people. Calls. Look, the people who wrote those right now are shaking because if if the my God. By if, the way, Ryan Cohen's made a, a oh, fortune. No, he's, he's got these a basis. to be trading at nothing. You know, he's made it almost a triple. What really matters here, David? So, again, is can they break those people who? are sure and break the people who sold the calls. Do you calls. think this is part, does Ryan Cohen plan this stuff? Like, does he rely on the memes? By the way, he's well, has like, not he's made not it. Lex Luthor. He got into Bed Bath. The company is not doing well. No, well, no it's, GameStop it's, is not it's doing, doing quite, well. Like the balance sheet's in question, the, the, whether they can get the credit for this holiday season is in question. There's not about 950 stores. They're very close. To, all the stores are tended to be close to targets. What's more likely, and, the stock goes up or the company goes bankrupt? Well, no, what's... If the company were not so ill-advised or could wake up or just take my advice, which I think, by the way, is better than what they're getting, then they would issue stock. No, we're not talking about well. GameStop here. We're talking about no, Bed Bath. Uh, Bed Bath would issue 20 million shares right now. Get it, you know, go go get quickly, quickly get board, uh, get approval, shareholder approval. Yeah, they're not the going to. You know that, though. Well, they have to. They know, but you used to. to talk about the same thing with GameStop, and it didn't happen then either. Well, they did. At, you can do at-the-money sale. Uh, right. They did some at-the-money. And, and, and Bed Bath can do an at-the-money sale. Yeah, but you don't, you're not going to raise the kind of money they need to at the market. Well, they at the need market. a huge amount of money, but at least it would be a sign that uh, to the vendors, you can send us holiday stuff and we I mean, you might as well take advantage of it. Right, but Again. why not? I mean, the stock is completely overvalued on the basis of earnings. They have, to sell, they have to close a lot of stores. They bought a huge amount of stock back very poorly. Um, they bought it, but raised it to where it is now, not so bad. Uh, they're going to get illegal. They'll get lawyers who say, "Listen, we're really scared. You can't do anything." And I think that they would rather sink the ship Who's on than the other run about. Who's got crushed on the short side on this? Oh. Um, it, yeah, the people who shorted tend to be the same people who short a lot of the stocks. Well, that, it's the that same made reason people were short GameStop originally because they thought that it, its business model was, well, they was looked, flawed. It was the same people who were well, short AMC because you wondered whether they'd be able to survive. Obviously, a very creative CEO who's done an off. Uh, we'll talk more about the. It was preferred. all JC. It was a JC Penny story, and you brought in a guy who really didn't know what he's doing and he changed the look of jc penny which wasn't doing that well and then uh you know we had that uh kind of disastrous yeah that, they did talk disastrous bond race that right. broke yeah. um but a bed bath right now could do a convert 
they, there's a whole number of things they can do. But why they won't do it is because they're very unsophisticated, poorly run, and they frankly don't know what they're doing. Except for if they watch the show, then they can do it and they can save themselves and take advantage of the short squeeze. Why All don't right. do it? What are they, who are they afraid of? You, you hear the who music, right? You of? hear the music. You just but I want to know who they're afraid of. I don't know who they're afraid mommies? of. Their mommies? I was always afraid of my mommy when I beat someone up. As you should be. Uh, as you should have been. All I right. got beat up when I got beat. We'll have uh, Jim's Mad Dash we can get it in here given how long over we've gone time-wise. Give yeah. another look at futures. We start trading in nine minutes. Of course, we are looking for a lower open. More Squawk in the Street right after this. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. All right, let's get to a mad dash uh, before we have an opening bell. The subject of which is one of the few stores that I actually venture into occasionally. TJX. Okay, now, there was a lot of commentary about analysts, analysts saying it won't be a good quarter. Uh, so be very careful. And by their own admission, they did not do the numbers they wanted. They cut the uh, comp store sales outlook. Now, but David, and I saved the best for last. A lot of the merchandise, I said, goes to Ollie's. That's hard goods. Soft goods, non-flannel shirts at Walmart. Yep. Uh, soft goods go here. And so if this comes down, then you've got an interesting opportunity because they're going to be the beneficiary of a lot of clearance. I've already, uh, I've, you know, there's one right next door. I love that and store. And I go By in the there way, and pick up I, some nice shirts. Let me tell you something. Very cheap. That store has very good security. You know, a lot of places don't. Yes. By the way, when you go to a Target, you don't need someone to, to get, like, say, a, a razor blade. You know how you have to wow, wait five minutes actually, at, at Walgreens to get anything? Yeah, CVS, yeah. Even Isn't it incredible? Cream. CVS is um, a little shorter time. I, I've done taste-tested both those two. Um, I was in the Home Goods yesterday, actually. You were? Yeah. Home we Goods had, had good numbers. A lot of stuff. Home Goods had good numbers. Yeah. So my, my daughter's at a flea market. She sees it clock. It looks really good. It's for $45. They buy it. Turns out it's from Home Goods for 15 Really? And we yeah. got picked That's up, how a, good home picked up a nice desk chair for like 80 and bucks. Do you, and do you see who's here? The best oil man in the world, Scott Sheffield from Pioneer. Oh, look at that. How do you like that? Uh, I like it a lot. So we're going to talk to him later tonight. David, yesterday, I miss you. Yes. Because yesterday was the day when the uh, when Bed Bath, when they really went into overdrive in what I think is the cruel, manipulative ways. And you and I both know that no one's paying any attention well, we're paying attention now. How about we'll the also, agency? We'll also pay attention to this, by the way. TGX doesn't get enough. It's such a I mean, good it's company. Got a, take a look at the market cap. And by People the way, forget how big this company is. I know, is. they have a big European operation. But by the way, unlike every other company I deal with, they said we didn't do as well. Got it. You right. know, they have honest people. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Honest. Elon Musk puts up a Twitter post that he is now calling a joke might not be funny to the SEC if they ever get back to the office. After starting off with a reference to politics, Musk went on to tweet, also, I'm buying my Manchester United. You're welcome. But hours later, he took that back, saying, no, this is a long-running joke on Twitter, and I'm not buying any sports teams, adding that Man U was his favorite team as a kid. 
shares of Man U, by the way, were up as much as 17% on news of this tweet. And you can see still maintaining a more than 7% gain as we head into the day's trading. What, 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 I don't know, what is he doing? Well, look, I think that... I ask that question all the time when it comes to him, his use of Twitter, but he I does what Twitter, he does. Look, the government has not caught up with Twitter in terms of how to handle uh, what, what looks like manipulation, but is allowed. I mean, David, do you remember the phony bid for Dayton Hudson in the 80s? I do. From the and phone it was phony, and the government went after them. Yep. Uh, now, they had intent. You could argue that he had no intent. Why that? It's must. The sign of time, Jeff. It's just, you know, it's must. Uh, the opening bells and the CNBC real-time exchange. You can see them both here at the big board. As Jim told you, Pioneer Natural Resources, it is celebrating its 25th listing anniversary. CEO Scott Sheffield will talk to Jim. No surprise there later today. He uh, always says, look, my yield, the his dividend, he wants it to have the highest yield in the S&P. Yeah. And he's been successful at that. And uh, he's a great man. I've known him forever. Uh, and this was a remarkable thing that he, he was the leader in growth, and now he's the leader in conserving capital. Uh, he has much better ESG numbers than almost every other oil company. It, it's not, it, you know, look, there's some carbon capture. Purchase, right. You know, carbon capture, purchase. But what we're going to do is we're going to spend a lot of time talking about greenhouse gas, methane. Are you? Yeah, I think it's really important. Are they, do they have a plan for the transition? They have the best plan. Of At Pi- they do? Yes. Because the other day when we were talking about Devon, not so much. No. Uh, S- Scott does it two ways. I mean, he doesn't, thank you, Rusty Brazil, for giving this. Uh, doesn't buy properties that, uh, that generate a lot and also uh, has big plans to be able to capture the carbon. Now, David, when you drill offshore, you have no methane because it's the way it is. So, uh, right. More danger. They try to stop that. So the cleanest drilling is offshore, and that's not their their permit. You do generate methane when you when you're offshore. I mean, I know well, but from they try Guyana, really hard not to. time there, they, they try really hard not well, to. Of course, they so try dangerous. hard not to. Well, they try hard not to everywhere now. But, right, but I'm just or saying at least they seem more. to be trying no, you're harder. Right. You're right. Harder. No, you're right. Hey, David, did you know that nuclear? A lot of companies are saying that nuclear is going to you know, make a comeback. In the mix. American Electric Power is including it in the mix. No, but it's still ten years Dude. to build anything, isn't it? Well. Uh, you know, when you read uh, Midnight at Chernobyl, you get second thoughts. Yeah, but you know what? Nuclear That's 1986. We're much better. GE is much better. Are, Jim, and it's very, I think it GE tells to be a me, very important part of the transition. You see, uh, the Germans decided not to decommission this last year. I think three. that was a good move, don't right. you? Oh, yeah. We you don't have, have, you have any power. thoughts on an upcoming energy squeeze in uh, Europe? Well, I'm Brian Solomon's done the best work for us on that. and. You would almost think that the that the weaker nations in Europe are going to ask uh, Ukraine to capitulate. No, well, that's not going to happen. I mean, they can ask all they want. Wouldn't seem to. Well, look, I, I to think be the that case. In we're fact, the things seem to be hitting a different level here okay, with, see, the, with the with um, the Ukraine attacks in Crimea and yes. now the Russian response, bombing ports. Yeah, this and war it is not and going. The, and part of it's now partisans. They were had not been uh, armed by us. Maybe yep. they are now. David takes us to oil. Scott Scott Sheffield has been uh, adamant, and I think we're going to talk a lot about this. Please, if we had more pipe, which was supposed to be part of the bill because Mansion wanted it, now it's supposed to be an add-on bill. Yeah, we have more pipe. We could get more natural gas to 
uh, Europe without hurting our price, which is now at nine. And I'm going to ask Mr. Sheffield about that. But the president's very anti-pipe. Why anti is that, Jim? I mean, we've got the two big exporters. We have the most Freeport. natural gas other than uh, Kuwait. Right. Cutter. But what pipelines would you be talking about? We're not going to have a pipeline. Oh. You need, oh, you need more pipes out of the uh, Permian for all the natural gas they have uh -huh. in order to be able to get to uh, where all the LNG uh, terminals are. But right now, all the LNG terminals are full up, aren't they? I mean, you'd need well, to build more trains also, wouldn't yeah, you? Right now, yes, you need more trains, but you have to, it'll take a while to build That's going to take a really but long just, time. There's no well, yeah, switch I mean, to be You say flicked. these things, and then it's like, well, uh, we get into well, it, and it's going to be years. Okay, years. I, I'm taking a longer-term view, but, you know, Sharif Suki announced that he... Sharif Suki, the old was, CEO of Shamir, who's now moved said, on to his new, what's it called? Uh, Tellurium. Tellurium. Uh, he told me in 2011 that by 2016 they'd be exporting. This is five years. We're much better at building those trains now. Uh, but we can't, we don't have enough pipe. Now, pipe is very controversial. Manchin once has a bill to be able to get pipe out of West Virginia, but that, that would obviously also affect everybody. But if you want to keep the price of natural gas down in this country and export to, to Europe, you need more trains. By the way, Sempra is very good at this. People don't understand Sempra. Sempra is the fastest, fastest and best growing utility. Interesting. Sempra is good at what? They they export a lot. They don't, just don't get credit for it. That's a very interesting stock here for people at home. That's the best growth utility. It's incredibly well run. I would buy that. Uh, it's in the bullpen to buy for uh, my travel trust. I just haven't done it. Haven't pulled the trigger. My bad. Okay. Um, Where do you want to go? Uh, let's just talk markets for a minute. We do have the Nasdaq down almost as much as one. Why is Amazon down, down when they put in the charge? Why is Amazon down? What? They put in this amazing charge. You know, thirty-five cents per for the uh, third parties. Right. Uh, in order to be able to offset, maybe bring in five hundred, six hundred million dollars to offset the uh, the problems of transport, uh, and yet the stock's down, which is again a tell that I think this market wants to go lower, not higher. Uh, yeah, the only name of the big ones that I'm seeing up on my screen that we is Apple. But Apple's up again, Jim. Only down 2.3% for the year. Basically, let's almost call it Well, Apple's been flat. There's by been the way, back to almost, what is it, $2.8 well, there was a trillion dollar market today. value. Uh, Cross recommended it. Okay. Cro very Ooh. smart, very smart. Cross. Was, yeah, Credit Suisse. Oh, Chris. And what I like about this call, David, Look at just, that. Look that's at that Shannon, move. Shannon Cross, when you're on the conference call, Shannon, she always asks really smart questions. And, this is um, the analyst at Credit Suisse. Yeah, she's new. And okay. she takes it over. She raised that from neutral. And I regard her. Now, this is maybe apostate. Ooh, uh -oh. But she's Katie Ubri is no longer the axe in Apple because she now covers all, does run the research. She had a technical piece out the other day. I think that Shannon, whom I do not know personally, may be the new axe. Interesting. Okay, her so questions a, are always analysts at least you give some credence call. to had some positive things to say, and that is why Apple is up, yes. or maybe perhaps one of the reasons. But why you know, look, the stock's had a big run. It sure has. Uh, yeah, it's had a big run. Uh, this this is look one at of, it right there. This is a bandwagon stock. This is one who says, "Ooh, I got to get in the market. Let me go to work here." Um, now, David, there was a moment Andrew Ross Sorkin was being cut off about the change in hearing aids. Hearing aids are the most expensive part of healthcare because a lot of times they're not covered by uh, health insurance. Yes. And you have to go to a doctor to get it. And the president's bill is over the counter, which is a considerable saving. It's a big deal. Yes, particularly among people who are um, baby boomers. So keep track of that. I'm, I'm starting to lose keep, my keep, every day. It's oh, getting a little all worse. All my friends 
are losing their hearing. Yeah, the ambient sound. Oh I'm like, yeah. I can't hear them back in the control but, room when they're telling me to stop talking. Remember, the biggest seller of hearing aids Tell me. is none other than Costco. So keep track of that. I think I, when I got my, uh, I have tinnitus, so I have maskers, which are made by Siemens for 1700 bucks, which is just, I think, horrible how much they, they charge. Uh, there's no insurance for it. I'm completely, you know, and I have, fortunately, have the means to be able to pay for this. But I think people are going to go to Costco. That's the best hearing aid. Well, that takes us to retail. I got Walmart up again. Costco flat. Home Depot flat. But well, Walmart, they pulled uh, it off. TJX down. And uh, Target, of course. TJ's uh, not down yeah. enough, given the fact that they they actually had negative things to say about themselves. But that will be an opportunity. I think Target t- you know, took the medicine, so you can't fault Brian Cornell on the uh, the bottom line being down. But the stock was up seven. Right. And Lowe's, uh, just because I do prefer the professional to do it yourself, or uh, I don't want to buy Lowe's right here, even though I think that Marvin Ellis is doing a great job. Uh, by the way, I think one of the stars of this whole period, and he's never talked funny. about, we don't, is Ted talk, Decker. Wait, you talked about TJX. I just think we got to recalibrate. TJX and Target have the same basic market cap. TJX has a $77 TGX, billion dollar market cap. your friend Berman, I've never heard anyone ever talk about TJX, I know, I don't and yet why, it's such a good retail. I don't know why that is. Well, Carol Myrowitz is, it never talks, and uh, Ed Herman, Ernie Herman never talks. They... They are the ultimate under-the-radar outfit, and they do such a great job. Home Goods is so good. It really is. Um, now, now, Target's taken on Home Goods directly. Yes. A lot of what they put in in replace of the merchandise that they offloaded because of, the, of how wrong they were, they've replaced it with Home Goods. So they're gunning for TJ, but more importantly, they're gunning for Ryan. They're gunning for uh, Bed Bath. Because remember, again, the overlap is astounding. The right. parabolic move with Bed Bath, again, we historically, we had a d- big decline in the market after Tilray went parabolic. We had yes, a big decline after, after Beyond Meat went God, parabolic. I remember the cannabis names, and then, right, uh, Beyond uh, Meat. And there's, there's that move in Bed Bath, which has been stunning, of course. Remember the company reported, it got rid of its CEO, reported just a, one of the worst no, quarters we've seen in a long time. Uh, comp. The in my experience, you, there are, you can count on one hand in the 30, year, bad. 30 years I've analyzed uh, but, retail, one hand that when you get to that number, they, yeah. they make it. The, one but hand. the apes came back, they were citing what they said was apes? new buying. Isn't that right? No, they're not considered that? No. It's only for AMC? I don't know. They got that uh, Main Street bets, whatever that was. Um, uh, they were citing new buying from Ryan Cohn, which is not new buying. It's no, options position he had put on back in late February, very early March. But uh, you can see stock, it doesn't matter. Uh, to your point, you think they should try to figure out any way possible to sell stock. Um, right. It's well, wait, David, put yourself in the head of the short seller who's being squeezed right here. He's obviously calling at this point, maybe calling uh, his limited partners or her limited partners and saying, Look, I got hurt very badly, and then they say, "Okay, well, where where are you?" And they say, "Well, I'm still short." And so then they get told, "Listen, I want my money back, redemption, uh, which they won't get until the end of the month." But that causes the people who are shorted to cover, uh, and it's a self fulfilling win. Yep. For the people who are doing the manipulation. Yep. Um, I notice. I'm just looking through here. The stock said Uber and Lyft are both down rather sharply. Nothing. I don't think there's any news, but I got Lyft down 4.3 percent. That's interesting. Wait, let me see. And uh, Uber down. Now, uh, Uber is obviously well off the lows. Had a very strong quarter. You had uh, 
Dara, I'm I, with I you. I think he I was, was out terrific. there. I, I thought he was terrific, Dara. Ever since he said, listen, there was, uh, they moved the goalposts, and what you need to have, to have is profitable growth, you need cash flow. And he pivoted to cash flow rather than just you know, willy-nilly revenues. Right. And that's what got the stock on the run to go up. David, can I ask you about Telco for a second? Um, of course. Verizon uh, has a 5.6% yield. Yes. That's rather outsized. Uh, Verizon has always had a significant yield now for years. The dividend, obviously, and its shareholder population cares is, about that. The yield this time seems, the high yield seems to be caused, unlike, say, Scott Sheffield Pioneer, by the stock's decline, not by an increase in the dividend. So what could be going on there? Could this be T-Mobile? Remember, we had Mike Seaver here. And Mike said, listen, I'm not raising my rates. Yeah. He has a better, you know, he would claim, his network is better. So if you, were, if you have Verizon like I have, but you actually have time on your hands like I don't, would you not switch to T-Mobile if you could prove that the network's as good? Given um, the fact they you might. I think it's, it, listen, the competition in the wireless wars is interesting. Don't forget, uh, don't, rem- don't forget. Uh, yeah, don't forget uh, that uh, the MVNO that they have with Charter Verizon is also uh, enabling Charter to build a real wireless business. So Charter competes directly with their own? Correct. And so they're using Verizon's network, and they're obviously, and by the way, anybody who's watched any level, any TV at all, any sports, sees those Charter ads incessantly, at least we do in the New York area. That's a great um, chart there. Where Spectrum is their product. They're off the Spectrum. And they they are competing very aggressively with Verizon as well, using their own network to do it. Um, Now, as well, um, T-Mobile is competing with Charter and Comcast in terms of potentially adding to their woes by people disconnecting from broadband and using a fixed wireless product in certain cases You're where it can be how used I watch my by T-Mobile. This. You go into T-Mobile, they will actually ask not just your address, but where exactly do you live to figure out how close you are to what one of their towers and whether there's enough excess capacity for them to service you from a fixed wireless perspective at obviously what is a far lower price. So T-Mobile is interesting. Yeah. Um, I think they added... Well, that's, so that hurts AT&T, too, Mr. Stanky. Potentially, but AT&T is in the midst still of a significant fiber build, as we know, right. overbuilding, competing again with oh, Charter and Comcast in some of their areas. A nightmare. Well, not a nightmare if you're a consumer. No, it's no, great for it's good. That's why J-Pal should be listening. These are two of the most important bills you pay every month. Certainly, your wireless bill is, no, is, no, is probably the most important. The CPI, right? It I should mean, be. Right up there with the others. I don't know if it they're be. monitoring that, but everybody has a cell phone. So, David, that brings me to Warner Brothers Discovery. That has so far not been a strong stock. Warner Brothers Discovery is uh, is not it's not it's not good. And, and, and at this point, there's nothing for investors who want to be positive on the name to really hang their hats no. on. I'd rather and be. Don't TJX. forget, it's a highly levered company that told us that its cash flow is not going to be at what it said it was originally. Perhaps because some of the assets that it uh, that it acquired, so to speak, when it merged with uh, with Warner from AT&T uh, are not producing quite at the level that they'd anticipated or needed to be reworked or shut down in some fashion. So that has investors concerned, particularly yes. because so much of the cash flow at this company comes from the old business we were just talking about, which, well, not really, but which is uh, the cable business uh, and people who are cutting the cord. Do people know these are huge companies that are very, uh, they were historically what Let's say, um, I don't want to be too, let's say older people relied on them for dividend. 
Yes. Except for Warner Brothers Discovery. Obviously. Well, yeah, AT&T you're talking about. Yeah, yeah and, and then, yeah, they cut that. That was bad. Yeah, and then, that and while we're at it, let's throw in the mix uh, why, again, short-term, I'm negative. Analog Devices, a company I really like. The company had been on fire. They reported a terrific number. The yeah. stock's down bad. All right. And we, when you see that kind of thing, that worries me tremendously. we got to get to Bob. Banks, as well. banks are down at two-year. I mean, maybe, maybe Bob, you want to ch- uh, chime in here on banks or anything else market-related? Take well, it away. Well, the, the important thing here is um, we are getting some reminders from the U.K. that inflation still has very serious downside risk to the market. Uh, maybe this will be the day we get a pause, David. We've tried the last two days to sell in the middle of the morning, and it hasn't worked. We've moved up. We'll see if that works or not today. Take a look at the sectors. The stuff that's had the biggest move up is down today. And this makes sense. We talked about Cathie Wood's ARK Innovation having a tremendous run. That's down 3%. Transports have had a great run in the last month. It's down one5 The Russell 2000, another subsector nobody pays a lot of attention to anymore. Great run last month, down one5 Retail's down 1.5%, but it too's had a great run. And these comments I see from these retailers, I know about all these concerns about inventory, are not that bad to me. Target reaffirmed its previously reduced full-year forecast, even though they had a disappointment in the second quarter, but it's down here. Lowe's here talked about optimism over improving do-it-yourself trends. Uh, They're talking about full-year earnings at the high end of the range. And TJX, I see 94 cents, the estimate for the fourth quarter. The consensus is 92 to 96. This is hardly a disaster uh, and actually a little bit better than I would have thought. Over in Europe, there is some weakness. That's not surprising given this 10 percent inflation number. There's the stock 600. That's kind of like the S&P 500 for Europe down a little bit. But here you see a, a terrific run also over the last month. Now, if you look at the global markets, it's been very choppy. We've had a rally in the third quarter, but it's a very uneven rally. So the S&P is up 13 percent. The stock 600 is up 8 percent. This is sort of understandable if you consider the effect of the Russian invasion of Ukraine and the impact there on the economies there. Japan's had a good quarter. It's in line with us. And China, you see, well, 1% there, that's reflecting the lockdown. So you see rally, but very, very uneven, choppy global uh, move to the upside. Uh, I think if you remember, guys, taking a look, uh, I had a wrong the consensus is. Uh, Remember, Six weeks ago, seven weeks ago, everyone was talking about August, September, the S&P would see a new low. We'd hit 32 to 3,400. That was the consensus six to eight weeks ago. Can I remind everyone we're at 4,300? The S&P has moved 1,000 points above where everyone thought it was going to be six or eight weeks ago. and goes to how bad prognostication can be in this kind of market right now. The problem the bulls have right now is the market's pricing perfection in. The economy is going to be strong enough to avoid a serious recession. Inflation is going to abate and the earnings are going to be lower but still positive. That's the way the market's acting right now. And of course, that's a very tall order. Market rally or not, David, uh, there are plenty of people think that that's, this is going to be very tough to get this kind of perfect scenario in the next few months. And news like what happened in the UK is a nice reminder that there are very significant risks to the downside. And this Goldilocks scenario is going to be a tough one to uphold in the next couple months. David, back to you. Okay, Bob. Uh, thank you, Bob Pisani. Let's uh, give you a quick look at the bond market before we head to a, uh, a break. Taking a look at how Treasury, as we mentioned it, that two year is the key here. And take a look. 3.348. We have not seen that yep, yield there it is. Since, since what, mid-June we're talking roughly? June 16th. June 16th. And obviously still well above the, uh, the 10-year yield at 2877. We're back right after this. Stop trading. What do you got? Dave, I'm trying to download the uh, Rakuten v- Viber, V-I-B-E-R. That's apparently the three great chat rooms that are manipulating uh, 
Bed Bath? Bed Bath right now, yeah, telling you what to do. I, I don't have them down yet, but it's V-I-B-E-R. Okay. Apparently, all three of them are uh, really terrific in terms of uh, ganging up on the shorts. So I just want to point it out that if people want to go to Viber uh, Desktop, there's a community there that you can go nuts on that apparently the SEC knows nothing about and never will, as well as the management of Bed Bath doesn't watch us, instead just watches their inventory, which does nothing, uh, and have same-short sales of minus 25. We are just journalists. I do not have subpoena power. If I did have subpoena power, I would actually find out who's on Viber. But I don't have subpoena power, so we'll just leave it at that. Okay. Well, maybe we'll get Gensler, see how the fireplace is does doing. He, he has subpoena power. He does. He has subpoena power. What do you got I on the street? must be amazing he has subpoena power. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've got Pioneer, which you know, is on their 25th year. Yep, and Scott Sheffield, we're going to a lot about growth and a lot about dividend return. Uh, and then Dr. Steve Paul, Karuna Therapeutics, David, everyone always claims they have something for schizophrenia, for really bad brain diseases. I spent a lot of time, I'm going to be the host of the American Brain Foundation uh, Gala, and I'd like to hear what he has. The American Migraine Foundation doing very well. These are Wait, those my are foundations. You're gonna, the American Brain Foundation and yeah, the American Migraine Foundation? I'm both. You're on both. Yeah, I'm honored to run the gala for the American Brain, which is amazing. We're tackling Alzheimer's, uh, some of the worst versions. We do great work. And, you know, you don't ever want these things, but the, we do great work. We just have to keep trying and raise money. I'm yep. very proud of both institutions. As you should be. As you should be. All right. Uh, I'll see you later on Med. Thank you. Right over there. We've got a lot more on retail as well straight ahead for you. Keep it here. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.